This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. So as I'm looking at some of these conferences and some of their odds to win it all, some of these teams' chances to win their conference, I think the first thing I look look at is their schedule. Because for some of these big dogs who are not in the top of the top, like if you're not in the SEC, if you're not in the Big Ten, and even... I feel like a little bit if you're not, you know, even the Big 12 and the Pac-12, there are some concerns there that if your schedule's not tough enough, there is a way that you are left out of the college football playoff, even if you have a very good season. So, PJ, I think that's my first question about the ACC. Do you think there is a team in the ACC that if they run the table, they will get into the college football playoff? Or do you think as a conference, the ACC has fallen off a bit? They definitely have fallen off a bit. I think Clemson and Florida State are the two teams that people look at this year. And, you know, I think everybody else, Chelsea, would probably have to run the table for them to make the college football playoff. I think those are the two teams, especially Florida State, right? We know they play LSU on Sunday. If they were to lose that game and then win the rest of the games, I think they would get in. Clemson, they play Notre Dame. They play South Carolina at the end of the year. If they were to lose one of those two games that are non-ACC games, still make the ACC championship and win, I think there is a chance that they could get in as well. Um, North Carolina's got a difficult schedule, but it's tough for me to see any of these teams outside of Clemson or Florida State who would be able to drop a game and still get in. Because, Chelsea, as much as, like, the committee, as much as people don't want to talk, like, there's bias towards, like, these brands and stuff, like, of course there are, right? Remember we were having the conversation of TCU last year before going into the Big 12 title game? They were undefeated of, oh, if they lose this game, they might not get in. Could you imagine if that was Oklahoma or Texas? Like, if those two teams were, like, there would have not been any doubt that those teams would have been in the playoffs. So, of course, there's bias towards these schools. That's just unfortunately how it works. So, if your name's not Clemson or Florida State, I think you have to go undefeated this year in the ACC. I think so as well, even with those two schools. And I'll say this about Florida State. We're going to know pretty quickly if Florida State is going to have a shot to make it in the college football playoff because they start off hot, like you said, play LSU on Sunday, and then they have Clemson on September 23rd. Then from there, the schedule kind of, you know, is a little meh until the final game of the season. They, of course, play Florida, but we will know about Florida State very soon. Uh, And I think we will know a lot of things when they face off with LSU because LSU is coming into the season with a lot of hype as well. Do you think people are sleeping on Clemson at all? It feels like at one point they were... I don't want to call them a dynasty, but it feels like they were the top dog in college football for years. And then Dabo Swinney said something about like, he's going to quit coaching if players ever get paid and then players started getting paid (laughs) and he's still coaching. And I almost feel like this is karma for saying that, that like, you know, in the, the days of NIL, why would you want to go to that school as a recruit? I wouldn't. I would be like, well, I'm going to go somewhere else where the coach actually is glad that I am getting my money and my dollars and my cents. But still, Clemson has a really good roster. Do you think they stand a chance to win it all or even make the college football playoff? 
hundred percent. My favorite bet in college football this year is Clemson to win the ACC plus one forty. Like that's my favorite bet. If you had to take like all the Power Fives and you asked me like who's my most confident team to win a certain division, it's Clemson one hundred percent. Chelsea, the way their schedule sets up, and you talked about it, and it's one hundred percent the first thing I look at. Who do you play and where are those games being played, right? Everybody Mm -hmm. loves LSU and the SEC this year. I like LSU a lot. You know what LSU's biggest problem is? They have to travel to Tuscaloosa this year and play Bama. Clemson, their schedule, the way it sets up, they get Notre Dame, North Carolina, and Florida State all at home. Their three toughest games are all at Death Valley. Like, that's what you want. You want all your toughest games to be at home. So, even though Florida State could end up being the better team maybe this year than Clemson, they still have to play Clemson at Clemson. And the winner of that game is going to have the tiebreaker, and it's going to be massive. So that's how it just goes in college football sometimes, Chelsea. Your schedule just aligns perfectly for you. For Clemson, it just so happens that all their toughest games are at home this year. So I love them to win the ACC. I love them to get to the playoff. And then I've said on the network, they're my pick to win the national championship as well because their defense is going to be elite. They have one of the best running backs in the country in Will Shipley. It's all It all comes down to Cade Klubnick, and I'm buying on him being really, really good because they're going to need him to be the five-star recruit that he was recruited to Clemson to come be. Um, but I think he has a chance to be special. I love the fact that they got the offensive coordinator, Garrett Riley, from TCU. They bring in Lincoln's brother to run the offense because Dabo was kind of falling into the Jim Harbaugh trap where, like, his offenses were a little bit outdated. With DJU, it just it wasn't as high-powered and free-flown as we're kind of used to seeing. Now you bring in a guy that's going to be up-tempo, and Clemson's going to air the ball out. They're going to gain a lot of yards, score a lot of points, so... I, uh, I do think we're sleeping on Clemson because, like you said, I mean, there was a stretch there in the mid-2010s where, like, they were the program. And now it's kind of Georgia who's taken over that mantle. People still talk about Bama. They still talk about Ohio State, Michigan. But we still kind of forget about Clemson. And uh, I think Dabo's team is going to remind people that they're, they're not going anywhere. Yeah, this is why when there was talk of uh, when Clemson was at the height of their success, people were saying that Dabo Swinney was going to be the successor to Nick Saban at Alabama. And I thought to myself, why would you ever leave Clemson? Why would you ever leave the cakewalk of the ACC to go play in the gauntlet of the SEC? I wouldn't do that. So again, you look at the schedule for Clemson and it feels like a cakewalk. Yes, there are games that they could lose in there, but still, like you said, all of their tough ones are at home this season. Maybe that goes against them in the grand scheme of things. If there are teams that really uh, put out a good resume from some other conferences, but still, I think the ACC still has like a little glimmer of hope to reach the college football playoff especially if Clemson runs the table and their path to winning the ACC seems very direct for me so let's look at some of these other conferences and see who we think is going to win their conference in the Big Ten a lot of love for Ohio State and Michigan as expected Uh, Michigan opened at plus 175 has moved to plus 180 tied for Ohio State at plus 180 to win the Big Ten. And I know David, Double D, David Dykstra, our producer, is going to probably make a case for Penn State. A lot of people kind of like them as a quote-unquote dark horse here. They are plus 550 to win the Big Ten. 
PJ, do you think this is a two-team race or do you think this is a two-plus team race in the Big Ten? I think it's a two-plus team race. I would even go as far to say it might be like a four- or five-team race just because, look, Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State are all on one side of the Big Ten. They're all on the Big Ten East, right? And whoever comes out of there is going to be a big favorite on the side of the Big Ten West. I think if Iowa or Wisconsin, though, make it out of the Big Ten West, and it's like a one-game winner-take-all where all the pressure is going to be on the side of the Big Ten East team, I think Iowa or Wisconsin could give one of those teams a game. Michigan has been fortunate the last couple years that in the Big Ten championship game, there's been a more competitive team in the Big Ten West that hasn't made the Big Ten West title game. Like, Purdue played in it last year. Iowa would have been a tougher game for them. Iowa played Michigan the year before. Wisconsin would have been a tougher game. So if that team in the Big Ten East can get the best team truly in the Big Ten West, I think that the Big Ten championship game could be a little more competitive than people realize. And then the Big Ten East, I mean, plain and simple, those are three of the best teams in the sport. Ohio State, I know they still have a quarterback competition going on. We don't know who's going to start. Chelsea, it doesn't matter. They have the two best receivers, arguably, in college football. They have a really good running back. Their offense is going to be loaded. Michigan brings back McCarthy. They bring back two of their starting running backs. They have one of the best O-lines in the country. And their schedule is a cakewalk. Like, we all talk about Georgia, and deservedly so. Michigan is going to be a 21-point favorite in every single game they play outside of Ohio State and Penn State. And then Penn State's schedule is pretty easy, too. Their non-conference, their toughest game is on Saturday against West Virginia, which they're three touchdown favorites in. They get Ohio State on the road, but they get Michigan at home. I think there's a chance they could split those two games. They also have two really good running backs, and this is the best quarterback, the most talented quarterback that James Franklin has had since he's been there. McSorley was great for him, but all are, I mean, he's the NFL guy. Like, he has a big-time arm. So, we'll see. I still like Michigan just because of the experience that they have coming back, the fact McCarthy's coming back, the fact that they don't play anybody in the non-conference, and they have Ohio State at home. So, I give the nod to Michigan. I think they win the Big Ten yet again. Yeah, I hate Michigan, but I do think that's probably the case just because that roster is so talented. I don't think it matters at all that uh, J- uh, Jim Harbaugh is going to be spending the first three games of this, the, the season suspended. Don't think it matters at all to me. No. Those are not games that I feel like are even an issue for the talent that Michigan has. Uh, David, I know you're chomping at the bit to get in here and talk about Penn State football. Tell us why you think Penn State has a shot to win the Big Ten? Because I know you believe this. Oh, I think I think any three of those team teams have a shot to win the Big Ten. And the the dark horse for me in the Big Ten is actually coming out of the West in Wisconsin. I need to see what that quarterback transfer brings to the table for Luke Fickle. But as far as Penn State goes, it, it's a new era. It, it's the Aller era. <clears throat> and you caught glimpses of it last year when he would come in after the game was out of hand or, you know, he came into that Purdue game that I was at last year and you saw the difference between the balls that he threw and the balls that Sean Clifford threw. He is an elite talent. If he plays to that talent, I want to see what these young wide receivers for Penn State bring to the table. They do have a lot of talent at wide receiver this year, unlike many other years. The two running backs are... 
Michigan and Penn State probably have the two best duos in all of college football. So that's going to be interesting. It's going to be it's going to come down to whose defense is better, Michigan or Penn State's. And that to me right now leans more towards Michigan, but you never know in the year. But yeah, I do think Penn State has a chance. Their their schedule lines up very very well. Uh but as a Penn State fan, I'm going to sit here and say they have to beat Penn State and Michigan before I truly start believing that this is this is the peak in which we start the, okay, we are national title contenders every year. Right. Uh, and I think the big question for Ohio State is their defense. You talk about defense, Ohio State needs to fill some holes when it comes to that defense that could not stop Michigan last year. And again, that Michigan-Ohio State game is at Michigan. So let's look at uh, a couple other conferences I feel like you look at the Pac-12, obviously it's probably going to be USC, but the odds bear out that maybe there's some contenders there uh, because we have USC at 2-1 to one to win the Pac-12 and not far behind is Oregon at plus 325, Washington up there as well at plus 325. PJ, I feel like you had a Pac-12 take here on our very show at one point. Am I wrong here or do you have uh, a feeling in the Pac-12? No, I. Uh, you are correct, Chelsea. I, I, I like Oregon State. You know, we were talking about Clemson's schedule and how it sets up for them. Oregon State's schedule really sets up well for them, too. They avoid USC, which is huge. They play Washington at home. They play Utah at home and UCLA. They do get Oregon on the road. But that's a rivalry game. It's the Civil War. And, you know, you kind of just throw all the records and all the point spreads out when rivals get together. Their non-conference schedule isn't terribly tough. Their toughest game that they face is going to be on Sunday against San Jose State, who put up a pretty decent fight against USC. I will say, though, Chelsea, of all the Power 5 teams, I told you Clemson's the one I'm the most confident in. USC is the one I'm the least confident in to win their conference. I don't think they're going to make the playoff. I think they're overrated. Their offense might even be better than it was last year, which is crazy because they had Jordan Addison there. But that's how loaded they are on offense. Caleb Williams is obviously another year older and has more experience. The defense, though, is just it's still so bad. It's so bad. And like in college football, as great as your offense can be, as great as a quarterback as you can have, you have to have some semblance of a defense. Utah has been able to beat USC last year. They beat them twice. Why was that? Because they were more physical. They were able to get stops, and then vice versa. USC couldn't stop them. When USC plays teams that can contain their offense and then can control and run clock, they get in trouble. So I'm not high on USC this year. I would fade them in the Pac-12. Man, I took a swing on Utah last year and they broke my heart in multitude of ways. I took them against Florida last year and I also took them to win the Pac-12. And none of those bets panned out well for me. So Utah, don't do it this year because this is the year that I'm not betting on you. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.